Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for May 3rd, 2022. Yikes, we're already into May. Time is flying, and... uh, that's fine that time can fly, but we don't want food to fly in the kitchen. But we've definitely got nope. a scrumptious recipe for you today as we are going to make ultimate chocolate chip cookies. As I welcome in my co-facilitator, Twinkling Tori. Hello. No food fights. No food fights. Um, and no recipe fights either. In fact, we're going to have dual recipes going on because I'm going to be making the standard recipe for these cookies, and Tori is going to be making the vegan version of this particular recipe. And if that's not enough, there's even a a third version of this recipe, and uh, I'm going to find a way to get them all to you. I do want to mention that you can now actually find Herbie's Cooking Corner on YouTube. I created a specific playlist where I've uploaded several past shows, And that link is now in your email on today's schedule, so be sure to check that out. But first, I'd like to welcome our host who, oh, what do you know? She actually runs her own cooking call. It's the recipe swap, including tomorrow night, and uh, that's going to be at 6 p.m. Central. And uh, she's going to right now, though, tell you all how you can participate in these calls. Welcome, Sheila. Good morning, Herbie and Tori and everyone. If you're on a PC, to raise your hand is Alt-Y. To mute and unmute is Alt-A. On a Mac, it's Option-Y to raise your hand. Command-Shift-A to mute and unmute. On a a smart device, it's under the More Options on the bottom right. And then bottom left to mute and unmute. And on a standard keypad, it's star 9 for the letter Y to raise your hand. Star 6 for the letter M to mute and unmute. There you go, sir. Thank you. All right. Let's get started then. So first of all, is anybody else going to be cooking along with Tori and myself today? All right. Um, That is interesting. I think I'm going to have an artificial intelligence cooking along with me today. Um, I do apologize that I'm helping facilitate the rise of the robots, guys, but um, maybe they can be either a help or a hindrance as time goes on. So. this particular intelligence is my talking scales, which is attempting to help me because um, where I measure things in ounces and things like that, um, I'm weighing ingredients rather than using measuring cups. All right. So, yep, they do things a little bit differently across the pond in Wales than how we do it here. And there's a big debate over who's more civilized as a result of it. So, first yeah, we're thing not- we're... <laughs> No, you're not. Um, anyway, guys, let's get on to the actual cooking. So first thing we're going to do before anything else is preheat the oven to 375 degrees. I recommend this because that way your oven is just ready to go. If you don't think you can stand the heat, though, then just when you put the cookies in the oven, 
just factor in the preheating time as well and give yourself a few extra minutes when setting the timer. But we are going to have ours preheated. So let's see, we're going to need two and a half cups flour, a teaspoon of baking soda, half teaspoon of salt, a cup of butter, which is two sticks. So if you are cooking along with me, make sure you get out that stick butter because you're going to need it soon and you want to give it time to soften. So I would take it out of the fridge. Three-fourths cup granulated sugar. And three-fourths cup packed brown sugar. One egg, one teaspoon vanilla, and two cups semi-sweet chocolate chips. And if you want a cup of coarsely chopped nuts. So we want the oven, like I said, heated to 375. And the first thing we're going to take care of is our small bowl ingredients. So we're going to mix flour, salt, and baking soda. And I do believe I have the bowl I want to use for this purpose. All right. So I really need, I should have actually gotten out my smaller mixing bowl, but we're going to use this particular bowl instead for our purposes. Nope, actually, I do have my small mixing bowl. We're going to wash it out real quick. Tori, do you want to mention anything about the recipe that you're doing? Oh, Tori is muted. Okay. My scales. Um, so the main difference at this stage is that the vegan recipe calls for coconut oil rather than butter. And that, you can't just leave it at room temperature to soften. You have to stick it in a microwave. Um, or if you prefer to heat stuff over the cooker, you can. But to be honest, it's quicker in a microwave because just a couple of 10 seconds worth it will be liquid and you can then use it like you could soften butter. Excellent. All right. Okay, so I think what we're going to do is um, flip, flop things around here because I really need this small mixing bowl to dry. And we're going to use our bigger mixing bowl for the dry ingredients, the smaller mixing bowl for the wet ingredients. And it'll work out maybe even better because actually I prefer sometimes stirring in a smaller bowl so i'm just going to dry that thoroughly now let's first of all take care of our flour so this calls for two and a quarter cups all-purpose gold metal white flour and one of our contributors liz by the way has written into me and mentioned that you can split the flour between white and whole wheat pastry flour if you so desire and that can be especially helpful for diabetics. All right, but we're lazy here in this particular kitchen, and we're not going to do that. So what we are going to do is take our bag of flour. I have it stored in a separate container, but I kept it in the original bag. I could have poured out from the container. And what we're going to do is find where our other mixing bowl ran to and there it is 
Okay, so what we're going to do is having the advantage of the bigger mixing bowl will actually make this easier. I've got a two cup measuring cup, but if you don't, then you'll just do this with your one cup measuring cup twice. I'm going to pour from the bag into the measuring cup and just kind of flatten it out. Oh, and after packing it in, I think we can use a little bit more. Don't worry about excess going into the rest of the, the mixing bowl because um, that's just fine. Okay, I'm going to pour that in and we will set that particular cup aside and now go to our fourth cup. We almost have half of the fourth cup in there because of the excess, but again, that's okay. So, let's see, where is our fourth cup? I know I have you around here, I do. And the nice thing about the fourth cup is we can actually just use it to scoop out if we want instead of pouring. And depending on the size of your bag is gonna depend on how this works for you. The advantage of using smaller measuring cups is if you'd rather scoop than pour then it does give you that flexibility. But if uh, you'd rather pour them and just save time, you know, using the bigger measuring cups like I'm doing, that is uh, what I recommend. All right, as I get the salt and the baking soda ready, nothing too exciting about those. Do we have any questions? All right, I'm hearing by the silence we do not, so just pouring in a little bit of uh, salt. I'm using sea salt here. This is to help the flour uh, firm up, and now we're going to get to our baking soda next. And this calls for, if I remember correctly, about a teaspoon of baking soda. As you can tell, if it's a recipe that I've really done, especially, you know, I'm not always good at memorizing it. And so it's good to have something where you can easily refer to your recipe as you are cooking along. In my case, it's the iPhone and I have the file in Dropbox so I can, you know, just have it ready to go and pull out my phone, pull the phone out from my pocket when I need it. But um, some people will uh, use like the uh, braille display. I don't know about using that in the kitchen myself, but uh, I guess if it works, it uh, works for you. So, okay, we're going to get out our measuring spoon here. And baking soda, again, it comes in a wide box. By the way, um, Jewel, with her independent living call, is going to be talking about cooking from an accessibility standpoint as well. Um, I will tell you that most things I can just identify by feel. So the baking soda, I don't need a barcode scanner. I can just feel the type of box that it is. And it has a certain consistency as well. But it's a long, flat 
like rectangular box, very wide. And that is how I know I am dealing with baking soda. So that is that flour. Again, it comes in a very distinct bag. So I know what that feels like. And we can use the leftover baking soda to put in the fridge. It helps absorb odors. So again, I know what the flour bag feels like. It has a very distinct feel to it. And salt, well, I think, you know, you can usually know what that feels like because it's just your general table salt uh, shaker or whatever, but it can come in larger containers too, depending on how you purchased it. And I've seen it come in like these round containers that have a spout on them. Those are really good for baking actually because of the fact that um, you can use it in a precise measurement so you can either use the spout to pour into a measuring spoon or you know take the lid off completely if you want and try to scoop it out that way or the other thing you can do is take the lid off of your salt shaker and just pour that way but that depends on your setup and whatnot all right, do we have any raised hands at this point? All right, um, Tori, did you have anything you wanted to add? Um, no, you're, you're doing good. There's not, at this stage, there's not really much difference between the two recipes, um, except that obviously I'm having to measure stuff. And I apologize if I sound kind of echoey, um, I have switched to using my laptop because my phone did not like me keep muting and unmuting. All right. Well, there you go. So, um, actually, you sound better because you're not cutting out the way you were on your phone. So. Oh, well, there you go then. Good to know. All right. So I'm just going to stir this up real quick using a spoon. And it says to set aside, so that's what we are going to do. All right, now we're going to go to our other mixing bowl that I have. And let's put stuff in it. I may as well start with the egg. Um, there's a lot of thought about, you know, should you let your eggs warm up first before putting them in a recipe? And some say that is really helps. I don't know if it makes much of a difference myself. So you can do what uh, works best for you. But of course, you do run the risk of, you know, just remember that eggs and stuff are dairy. So I'd be careful with how long you leave them out of the refrigerator. But uh, I'm going to crack the egg into a smaller bowl because my mixing bowl here that I have for this does not have very good sides for cracking. And we're going to pour that into the larger bowl and try to get out all the residue we can. We just needed the one egg for this one. So I'm going to put the remainder of the eggs back in the fridge. and. 
Next, let's deal with our sugars. That's right. No, I don't mean um, sugars as in uh, uh, blood sugars. I mean sugars as in the sugar sugar that is also sweet. And we're going to start with the regular sugar again. I have mine stored in a container, but you can tell you know, just what a sugar bag feels like. It has a very distinct feel to it, and you can also kind of like just feel the texture as well, you know, through the bag telling you that it is sugar. So this calls for three-fourths cup sugar and three-fourths cup brown sugar, so that makes it easy. We don't have to remember anything special. I have a three-fourths cup measuring cup, so I'm just going to... Mm, scooping is not going to work out here, so I'm going to, again, make sure I move the right mixing bowl. I'm going to pour, and I'm not worried about excess sugar getting into the recipe, especially for a chocolate chip cookie one. Okay, so there is that. And next, we are going to do the same thing with the brown sugar. Now, the brown sugar comes in a completely different bag than the regular sugar. It is more of a plastic bag, not a paper bag. So your flour, regular flour, your regular sugar, those are going to come in paper bags. Your brown sugar comes in a plastic Ziploc bag. And... This one actually might be able to scoop out of. The advantage with scooping is that it can be less messy, but if you pour, again, you'll pour it over the bowl so that way, you know, the extra comes in. Okay, I'm able to scoop out because this is a wider bag. And we've got that in the bowl. Okay. Next, I'm going to need to add in the butter. Hopefully it is softened enough. I uh, took it out earlier today. Let's it could be a little bit softer. All right, I tell you what, we'll give you a couple more minutes butter and get back to you. And while I go see about the vanilla, do we have any questions? Now's a good time if you have any questions, comments, that sort of thing. You have, yes, you have a hand raised. Jane, you may unmute. Hi, Welcome, I, Jane. Uh, what is the best way to crack an egg without the shell going in? All right, best way to crack an egg without a shell going in. So, I like to crack as close to the edge as possible. And so that way, it, uh, you know, you can just easily kind of pull it apart. And it's one of those things that's going to take more practice than anything else, I think. But like I said, be as close to the edge as possible so that you have very little shell on one side to work with. That's what I find easiest myself. Um, but don't be afraid. What you can also do is use like a separate bowl 
to crack the egg in first so that way you can also feel around inside the bowl and make sure there's no shells before you dump it into wherever your other bowl pan and that should help a lot with that um tori did you have anything you wanted to add um Regarding cracking eggs, no, I think you covered it, but I will make a comment at this point that it probably goes without saying, but the vegan recipe does not involve egg. Um, it doesn't need it because the coconut oil will set, uh, which is what the purpose of the egg is for, to set and make it bind. Um, but instead, to make up for the uh, less liquid, it does require you to add some vegan milk into your recipe. All right, so I accidentally skipped a step, but I don't think it's going to hurt anything. I was supposed to mix in the butter and the sugars and then add in the vanilla and the egg, but um, I don't think, uh, uh, yeah, 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 I think it'll be As fun. long as they all get mixed in together in the end, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. So um, we will wait, though, and put in the chocolate chips last because it does make sense to mix everything else up first. All right, so... What we have to do now is we're going to use our mixer for this, and I happen to have one. You can use a spoon as well if you prefer, or a KitchenAid if you're really fancy schmancy. So we're going to put this on medium and start stirring. The good news is we didn't add in the flour. The bad news is... I'm using the mixing in the wrong bowl, but that's okay. Um, okay. Except we're almost about to have a disaster here. That's not good. So I'm just going to eject the beaters here real quick and make sure they are uh, thoroughly wiped off with the flour. And then we will actually do this again in the proper mixing bowl. And uh, yes, we're having unmitigated kitchen disasters, but you know what, guys? My guess is you're going to be uh, make mistakes too, so um, that's fine. It's knowing how to compensate for them, which can be just as important. How to handle them calmly without panicking and stressing over them. Exactly. The only thing I hope to never demonstrate on how to handle something calmly is a kitchen fire that is, uh, yeah, a whole other situation. Let's not demonstrate that one. No, let, let's not. Okay, do we have any other raised hands before I start mixing? All right, so I'm going to make yes, sure... Herbie, my... Jan oh. Jan Herbie, Janine just raised her hand. Yes, ma'am. Janine, Janine, go ahead. Hi, Herbie. Hi, Tori. Hi, Sheila. Hi, everybody else. Hey, um, I, I demonstrated the kitchen fire on my cooking call very calmly. Well, when I had mine, but I, I wish you not to have that luck that I had. But my question was, I was streaming you and then I, did you pack your brown sugar or just pour it into your cup? Because I think you were scooping it and I didn't hear if you packed it or you had it loose. Um, so it calls for it to be packed. Um, mm -hmm. I assume it just comes that way, but I must admit, like, is there any uh, technique you want to talk about for packing the brown sugar? 
Yeah, so I um you keep yours in the, the sealed bag, which is really great. I have sealed bags too, but then I pour them into a Tupperware. I'm really lucky and I have this um Tupperware I keep it in. So I'll scoop it out and then I'll use my hand and push it down and then I'll add more and push it down so it's packed in very tightly because packed is packed and if I don't pack it then it's loose. So that's what I do, but I didn't, I missed the packing part because I, I was listening to everything else. I'm like, wait, did he pack it or did he pour it? So I was like, because I think if you don't pack it, you don't get as much. I think loose, you don't, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, because it definitely was a good amount. I mean, I have no objections okay, to adding in a little you bit get, more. You uh, get more if you pack it than if you loose because you can kind of, it kind of clings together and um, you end up fitting more in the cup. Yeah. Well, that was then, it. I just missed that part. So thanks for... Nope. Well, that, you know, that's a good... So, you know, one thing I will say is, you know, baking is not my master piece. It's really, you know, Janine is the expert baker. <laughs> I just know how to follow the recipe. But I didn't even really think much about what packed brown sugar, if there was any difference about that. So... Um, Which means you get to learn too. Exactly. But, you know, that's why it's Herbie's Cooking Corner, whereas Janine's is Wake, Make, and Bake. That tells you our specialties. <laughs> and so that, uh, you know, is a key difference between our calls is Janine's more likely to do baking. I'm more likely to do cooking. He's right. So, He's right. Um, <laughs> you know, there, there was talk once about is there competition with our calls. I don't think so because we have different specialties and uh, even if recipes happen to be similar each cook does things differently so you can still learn different stuff from the different calls yes so janine will on her next week make and bake do the chocolate chip cookies her way and oh am i dictating her call oh dear i and did learn chocolate chip cookies before remember herbie we did yes. them but you're, now you're going to do my recipe, right? Well, it's Betty Crocker's recipe, not my recipe. I, I will. I will. Well, maybe. I, I'm really, I like mine, though. I like the chocolate with white chips. And I learned those are called tuxedo cookies. And then when I was on Sheila's recipe call, I learned different cookies there, too. So it's really awesome. Sheila's a great oh. baker, too. But, okay, thanks, Herbie. All right. Well, she is probably horrified by this call, then. And uh, unfortunately, she, she can't is. get away. Um, all right, so I'm just adding in a little bit more brown sugar, and I forgot to add in the butter, and I was about to use the mixer, so um, good thing we figured that out, but oh well, it would have just meant mixing and then adding the butter and doing more mixing, but now we can maybe save ourselves a step or two. All right, um, and I probably, if it was me making them, I might, I know I don't personally have any objections to white chocolate chips myself, they, those are good. And um, this needs a try next time, too. Okay, Sheila, do we have any more questions? Not right oh. now. All right. So I'm probably going to regret using the smaller mixing bowl for this, but uh, here goes. Okay, so now we've got our mixer again, and I kind of just broke up the sticked butter because it was softened enough to where I could actually do that. All right, so we're just kind of using the mixer to go all around. You uh, will be able to hear it, and hopefully you can still hear me over it. Just about. Just about. Okay, so 
I can see where it started to mix some stuff up and did not at the same time. It's the butter. So really, I think, you know, when I do this next time, I need to get the butter out a lot sooner or use Tori's tip and, uh, you know, melt the butter in the microwave. Okay, let's try this. I'm just going to get it on a slower speed for now to kind of get things started. And then I can check on the progress and then things are not going to go flying out. And... Okay, yep. Whoa. This is not easy work, by the way, mixing. Um, it does take some muscle power. And there, and we're going to check on the recipe. I don't use a KitchenAid. Um, never really had one, so wouldn't even know if I'd know what to do with it if I did. But I don't do that much baking. Um, would I do more baking if I had one? I don't know, honestly. I really Probably don't. not knowing you. No. Um, so I think I had my mixer on too high as well the first time, which was part of the problem. So some cooking call ideas that uh, I've had and talked about. Next week we're going to do cooking again. Yay! Stir-fry. Though I think I will revisit baking again this month and maybe do brownies the following week. So maybe we'll cheat and use a mix for that, or maybe not. No. Um, but uh, we are going to find an easy brownie recipe. And husband will be very happy if we do brownies. He loves when I make brownies. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to give this one final going over. It's finally coming together. Well, this there we go. Okay. So now I'm just going to scrape the extra excess off the blade and and back into the bowl. We are not done with our mixer. We're going to have to add in our flour and stuff next. But we can at least sample hmm. what we got. And there we go. So, you know, I guess, you know, both Janine and I both have to deal with kitchen fires. It begs the question. You know, I'm just going to say we didn't start the fire. So, um, all right. Okay, so now it tells us to move in the flour mixture just until blended. So what I'm going to do, because I think this will be prove easier, I'm going to pour the blended mixture, and Tori, you can tell me if you think this is a terrible idea or not, into the flour mixture and then stir it that way. Yeah, so it should be fine. Yep, that's what I thought. So... As long as it all ends up mixed together in the end, it doesn't matter which order you do it. All right. Well, well I don't want to make Miss Crocker mad at me. I mean, you know, she, she could be listening. Probably not. She could be, but she probably isn't. And even if she is, I'm pretty sure she'd agree. 
that the main thing is to get all the right ingredients mixed together in the end. Yep. All right, so I'm scraping this mixture into the bigger bowl. All right, I'm gonna set that aside and we're gonna get our mixer one more time and do this again. And I guess we don't need to be as intense, but text it says to not fully blend. So, but we're gonna set it to medium. First thing is the stuff is gonna go flying out. So you can probably hear the difference in the bowl. I don't know if you can tell this is a different type of bowl than what I was using earlier. So it says dough should be stiff. Let's see if it is. It's getting that way, but we need stuff a bit better mixed in. So I'm going to kind of just use my hand to kind of even it all out a little bit. Let's set the mixer a bit higher. And try this. That stirring actually can be better because you do get a better feel for what things are actually doing. That is why I just use like a spoon rather than bothering my mixer. Yep. Okay, it's getting to be stiff now, like it should be. when it gets tiresome with one hand, you can just switch hands and mix that way. All right, now we're kind of getting somewhere. We've got an interesting looking uh, mixture, but I guess it's supposed to be, you know, blended and not so much stirred. But I'm just going to kind of flatten things out a little bit here. Do we have any questions before we continue on? All right. Well, in that case, let's get to the exciting part, the chocolate chips. A key ingredient for chocolate chip cookies, by the way. You cannot have chocolate chips. They're not chocolate chip cookies. Exactly. So for this, it calls for two cups of chocolate chips. Let's see, Amazon, how many ounces is two cups? Two cups is 16 fluid ounces. All right, so we've got plenty of chocolate chips to meet our need. I've got a full bag, which is about 12 ounces. And then I have some extra we will uh, add in. So I'm going to, the bag of chocolate chips feels like a bag of chocolate chips that has the seams on the side that 
um, if your hands are dry, at least you can easily pull apart. Okay, thankfully it's telling me how many calories I've burned, not how many calories this recipe is. So, when your hands... Burning calories to earn to have the chocolate chip cookies. Exactly. So, when the bag fails you, then we can use a knife to punch a hole in the bag and make it wide enough, holding it over the bowl, that we can start pouring in the chocolate chips. Alright, so we do need a little bit more, so this calls for a little bit larger than the uh, 12 bag. Okay, there's the smaller chocolate chips, but I do believe I have some bigger ones, the normal sized ones. There we go, I do, and we're just going to pour the extra in. And so for this, obviously, I'm not using a measuring cup. And just pouring the extra that I got here into. Come on, get out. Thank you. Chocolate chips are being stubborn today. All right, so I'm not using any nuts in my recipe, so we're just going to get right into the mixing. And the sampling of the chocolate chips, make sure they're authentic chocolate chips. Um, key uh, thing there with these recipes. Alright. So now this dough definitely has gotten a lot uh, stiffer. And of course the addition of the chocolate chips has helped contribute to that. Now the next thing we're going to need is an ungreased cookie sheet, though I'm wondering um, what my baking experts think because I've been hearing a lot lately about uh, parchment paper and its uh, virtues. And so I'm wondering if uh, we should use parchment paper or just go right I with I personally the think you should use parchment paper. That's what I was thinking. All right. So, I've kind of gotten it on high just so I can really get this stuff mixed in. There we go. Now we've got a chocolate chip cookie dough that needs to be more evenly spread out to the pan. Alright. So, I'm just going to, even though we've used the mixer, I'm going to wah, make sure I don't lose my bowl. That would be a very unfortunate disaster. I'm going to set the mixer aside. I'm going to put the beaters in the thing. I'm just going to use my hands after I wash them just to kind of make it into a large bowl. Ball? Bowl. It isn't a large bowl. Large ball. And 
we're going to have little cookies from there, but I'm going to get the cookie sheet and stuff ready first. Now is a great time if anybody has any questions. Nope. Okay. Well, either you all are silent or our host, who's an excellent baker, is going like what? Haven't gotten myself into. I'm horrified, and so I'm not going to uh, talk, but I know that's not the case. Um, okay, let us get out the parchment paper. You heard about that banging. That was me getting out the cookie sheet. And parchment paper, it comes in a box that has the serrated edges. I do understand, too, you can get the pre-made parchment paper for cookie sheets. But we're just going to roll it out over. I've got, so I've got the box to the right side of the cookie sheet, and I'm just rolling it out to the measurement I want. And now we're going to... Pull the box away and that tears the parchment paper off and we're left with the parchment paper on the cookie sheet and it's the edges are a little bit ragged but that's fine it uh, doesn't need to be perfect as long as it covers the sheet and We'll have a little bit of overlap here, but that's fine. Okay. I'm now just going to kind of, you know, just use my hands to make this into one large ball. Yep, this is a very stiff dough. And um, I think next time I might have actually even though it would be harder and maybe a little bit longer work, I might have actually had better luck with a spoon, but that's okay. All right, so... Kirby, you have two hands. All right, perfect. Let's get to them. Um, who have we got first? Jill, you can unmute. Welcome, Jill. Hello. Um, I had a question about the using coconut oil. What was I missed? Um, how much Tori put in? That's because I didn't tell you. Okay. <laughs> I was not bothering to tell you the amounts for the vegan substitutes, but I can tell you. Okay. Can you give me a second. And while she's doing that, just real quick, guys, I'm going to be getting out my ice cream scoop, and I'll use those to make perfectly shaped cookies. So that's okay. what we're going to It's two-thirds of a cup of coconut oil. Okay. And then when you're using the milk, um, because of the fact you haven't got the egg, when you're using the milk, you want um, half a cup of vegan milk. Okay. Thank you. No problem. When I, yep. When I post this call to YouTube, I will include the links to all three versions of the recipes. Um, there's only so much I can put in the description. It's limited to 500 characters. So I will include links and we'll do that. Okay. 
Cookie you ball. Hand yes, I am. All right, Jane, you may unmute. All right, Jane. What um YouTube channel is this in regards? So I've included it now in the link for the call, and you'll see it on future calls too. But it's my personal YouTube channel, but the I created a specific playlist, and it's called the playlist is called Herbie's Cooking Corner. So um, try to you should be able to find it that way. But I actually did include a direct link. I only have a few calls posted up there at the moment. I think about three, but um. But eventually okay. they'll all get up. Eventually they'll all get up. Okay, you have another hand. Janine, go ahead. Yes, ma'am, Janine. Hey, Herbie, I just wanted to say how you can get the um, the cut sheets of part parchment paper. You can get them at the dollar store, Dollar Tree, Dollar General. They come in a box, and um, they're really good for lots of things. Or you could get them in the roll like you did, and they also have them at Walmart. And then also, don't forget the silicone pads that you can use for cookies that are useful, and you just rinse them off, and cookies don't stick to them. Excellent. But I'm proud of you for using parchment paper because before you wouldn't use it. So I'm excited that you're using parchment paper today. Well, I do learn a few things from your calls now, every now and then. Oh, so. good, good. Good. Oh, and Dan told me that you should have melted the chocolate chips in the microwave. I did not think that was funny. I told him it was a not a helpful tip, but he wanted me to share that. So uh, I thought I'd share just for him. Sorry, Herbie. Well, he can share all he wants. I just know not to take him seriously. So <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> Dan, Dan, he's not our man. <laughs> Poor Dan. Mm, he brought it on himself, just like I bring it on myself, so it's all good. All right. Any other raised hands? No, sir. All right, so we're just kind of, these kind of came out a bit crumbly, so I'm just scooping it out and making it into another smaller sized ball. In fact, that's what I'm going to do here, so I'm kind of making these into balls. Oh boy. I'm going to have to, we're going to have some interesting cookies here, guys. These definitely, the dough, I don't know if it was supposed to be this crumbly, it's supposed to be more stiff. So, um, and then a word about the dough for the vegan ones. It is a softer dough um, and does require you to spoon it onto your cookie sheet rather than making bubbles like that. All right. So there you go. Merle has his hand raised, Herbie. Merle, yes. You can unmute Merle. Oh, now, now I'm unmuted. Yep. I thought it was. Uh, if you sometimes, if you put that dough in the refrigerator, it'll it'll, it'll stiffen up a little bit for you easier to do. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. Um, 
So I'm going to actually put this in the refrigerator. And well, the other it. option is that um, you could potentially even just do the same method and just take a spoonful, plop it on your parchment paper. Yep. All right. So I'm just trying to pack it in, in the spoon so it stays sticking. Yeah, because they will flatten out once you start baking them. Yep. I think the dough being really stiff matters more if you're rolling it out to cut shapes. Right. So, otherwise, you just um, plop pl um, spoonfuls of dough on your cookie sheet slash parchment paper and um, bake it. Yep, which is what we're having to do here. Um, but the vegan recipe did specify that that would need to be done. Um, I don't know if the regular one did. I can't remember. I don't think it did. I'll double check. But that is what we are doing is we're plating them to balls and making sure they're kind of spread out here. Yep. And uh, we're going to have uh, some interesting cookies. So um, the other question, of course, is how long do we bake these for? That is a very good question, and I'm going to look that up when I put them in the oven. But I think it's about 10 or so minutes. Well, the vegan ones say 11 to 14 minutes. All right. <laughs> okay. And unfortunately, guys, sometimes with recipes like this, you just have to try and try again. You know, and see what you can do differently next time. And um, that's part of the tricks with cooking, too, is sometimes just trial and error. But it's all right. You will learn from your mistakes. And, and anyway, we're cooking a tasty treat to enjoy. We're not doing this for a cooking contest. Oh, exactly. Herbie, you have 10 minutes. Perfect. All right, so... Real quick, what goes well with cookies? Well, coffee. And hey, what do you know? There's a coffee clutch next hour. So we'll hope, we hope that you'll come join us for that. I'm going to put this in the oven. There's still quite a bit of dough left in the bowl, but I may as well see how these turn out. And then we're going to put the rest of the dough in the fridge. Let it stiffen up some more. Compare. And we're going to compare. And I will tell you the results next week. So, um, let us see here. What do we have to do? Eight to ten minutes or light brown. Amazon, set timer for eight minutes. Eight minutes. Starting now. By All the right. way, I can send a notification to your phone if you don't hear your timer right away. Would you like me to do that? Yes. Okay. I'll send a notification to your phone. Isn't it fancy what she can do now? 
I love it. <laughs> and um, she can also even send text reminders now too. So if you don't hear your reminder going off, you can get it right there on your phone. So that is really useful. Um, you know, for all you hosts out there or facilitators, you know, set a reminder for when your call's about to start. And we're back to the rise of the robots. Mm-hmm. How this call started. Yep. <laughs> Monday, it'll be, hello, I am robot HBR, or HRB. I will be doing your cooking corner for today. But maybe the robot will get it perfect, so that'll encourage them to rise. I don't know. Anyway, um, do we have any other raised hands? No, sir. All right, so Tori, do you have any additional tips? Um, no, I don't think so. Not today. Not today. All right. So next week, by request, we are going to make a stir fry. This will be interesting because it's one of those things I've actually not had much experience doing before. But I have done them. And so I'm going to work out in the next couple of days which stir fry recipe I am going to use. And, um, and then I'll completely do a different one. Exactly. But... Um, the, only, the, the main difference, of course, would be mine will have, like, chicken in it, I think. I think it'll be, like, a chicken stir-fry. And uh, Tori's obviously would not be. So, uh, Janine, if you're going to join us next week, we will not be eating your friends. So, um, you can uh, be happy about that. Thank you for saving my friends, Herbie. Uh, don't be too... Th you're welcome. I think I'm going to eat them a little bit later this morning, but... Uh, they, they, I'm sorry, they do do good on a grill under a bun, but... Uh, run, cows, run. Get moving. Oh, you're going to milk this for all it's worth, isn't it? I'm sorry. I'll stop now. All right, so... Um, <clears throat> don't forget, tomorrow it's recipe swap with Sheila as facilitator. Come in and bring in those recipes. I forget what uh, we're exchanging at the moment. I should know because I just saw the email reminder earlier. But well, recipes, obviously. Recipes, yes. Um, it's usually a theme tonight, but yes, yes, I, I know. I just, I'm sorry. I know. I said I was going to stop. Well, you can share the first <laughs> one, you know, which will be torture for you because you know it's a little bit later your time. Actually. It's more the fact I'm in another call at the time that's the problem, so. Mm, you've got two devices. You can make it work. So there you go. Um, also, I will be doing accessible online games tomorrow. And I'm going to be showing everybody Quentin's Playroom and a couple of games that they have that are not on RS Games. And so we're going to do an interesting one tomorrow that I like called Duck Racing. And uh, it is kind of a, it's a very interesting race that has a lot of pitfalls along the way that uh, can either help or hinder you. So that is what I've got going on tomorrow. And 
Next Tuesday, like I said, we'll be doing a stir fry. Next Thursday, blind since birth. I do believe Belinda and I will be doing our sports call this Sunday, team up. And it's electric with Jean Johnson next Wednesday. So we've got Janine who does make, make and bake, and we've got Jean who does it's electric. And her call is focused on the appliances that we use, such as air fryers, instant pots, coffee makers, all that type of thing. That is at the same time as the recipe swap, 7 p.m. Eastern. And we hope that you'll join us for them. No in the kitchen with Courtney and Carrie this Sunday. They are taking Mother's Day off. So um, they'll be back the following week. They will be back the following week, but and a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And except the ones in the UK because they had Mother's Day back in March. Yeah, you you guys already had it. So, but you know, it raises because like my mom, you know, originally comes from the UK, but she's over here now. So, you know, I always ask, does she actually get two Mother's Days then? You know, being over here, or is that kind of cheating? I don't know. Um but that's now what's interesting is father's day is the same day for both countries what are we do we have any final raised hands and the cookies are smelling good by the way all right not many because uh, you know we've kind of gotten off track here with cooking but that's i didn't what hear got, what temperature your oven was at 375 okay thank you i i missed that sorry that's okay i don't know if i said it or not honestly so um 375 preheated and uh let's see so they are starting to smell like cookies at least what we're going to get out i don't know but i'm going to let them always cool useful before. when it smells like what you're trying to cook yes it is but i'm going to let them sit a few minutes and then try them so if you get me on the coffee clutch you will find out firsthand what they taste like so hopefully that's an incentive for you to join and besides that, just the awesome experience that it is with socializing and getting to know everybody. All right, Tori, any final thoughts? Nope. All right. Well, thank you, Tori, for assisting me as always. Thank you, Sheila, for an awesome hosting job. Thank you, Deb, for streaming. And thank you, everybody else, for participating.